If you're hearing the sound of my voice, you're watching Don Talk here on channel 180 Spectrum Cable. Check us out on Roku, Spotify, iTunes, and Google Play. This episode has been brought to you by Night and Night Attorneys at Law. My name's Don, and we're here with Johnny Cook, Councilman for Place 3. He's running again. Uh, thanks for coming on. Good Johnny. morning, Don. Thanks for having me. You're very welcome. Uh, let's talk a little bit uh, first about what your position does, and then we'll get into some other things, okay? Well, Don, on Place 3, uh, that's over the streets and the sanitation primarily. Of course, all the council people weigh in votes on every position, but that's primarily what... Uh, what the place three oversees. Okay, so that's like your trash pickup and, and your rubbish pickup, I guess. Absolutely, right. absolutely. Okay. Fantastic. And uh, you know, let's talk real quick, a little bit about trash pickup. All right. Uh, it's on everybody's mind every week, <laughs> or at least it should be, right? Uh, so let's talk real quick. Uh, we had seen some news about some new trucks possibly coming up. Uh, could you go into a little bit more about that? Yeah, Don, back uh, six, eight months ago, we were researching, and we're still researching it. We had one come up, uh, what they call an automated garbage truck, to where uh, you don't have to have the guys riding on the back of the truck. Because mm -hmm. uh, that's our number one workman's comp claim. That's is, a big safety issue. You know, yeah. and, and, of course, the county had a guy that was... Uh, uh, unfortunately killed right in the back of the truck and uh, we uh, we just want to have our employees safe yeah now on with that being said when and if we go to it nobody absolutely nobody will lose a job yeah I want to understand that we have everybody that's employed there now they will have a position it just won't be that uh, dangerous position riding on the back yeah, yeah. One of the other things that uh, we knew that the county was going to it, uh, so we wanted to see how it worked for them. Mm -hmm. uh, we're still crunching numbers uh, on the investment and how long it would take to return the investment. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they had a couple of glitches, and, and I think they've got those all worked out now. Yeah. And it's it's kind of like getting an education, oh, you know, yeah, a little research. Is. and and uh, dive into the numbers and watch somebody else and you kind of learn. Yeah, and there's a learning curve there for, you know, the, the drivers because, you know. Absolutely. I, I, I know I, I see on my uh, Facebook page every week there is somebody complaining about uh, a broke can or the can was in the ditch or the can was upside down on my car. <laughs> you know, that last one might have been a little bit of a, yeah. a, a push. But anyway, uh, you know, there's just a lot of learning curve for something like that. You know, it's a new piece of equipment. Not everybody's going to know how to run it exactly the first time. That, that's absolutely correct because it's like a... <laughs> It's a big video game, actually, because they're actually watching the screen, and it's a little joystick. They pull up mm -hmm. that arm, and it grabs that can, and so yeah. uh, that'd be take, great. Takes a little finesse. That's right. Takes a little finesse. But uh, also, uh, you're over the road department. Absolutely, correct? yes. Sir. And there have been people from height and holler to wherever they are from, and they complain about the dividers in the middle of 278. Those dividers are an unnecessary evil. We, yes. you know, we don't like them. I don't like them. Mm -hmm. Didn't want them, but you wasn't going to change the state's mind. No. The only way we're going to be able to change the state's mind is 
same way we did some other things. We need to come up with a grant to four lane 278 all the way out. Yeah. That'll get rid of those barriers because it'll create a turn lane and, and uh, make it less congested. And you know, we've been pretty good at getting grants lately. Yeah. We got a $28 million grant to get 157 done. You know. Uh, That's desperately needed. Desperately needed because our hospital out there and we had a lot of support from the hospital, even adjoining counties and county commissioners and mayors uh, that used 157 as a thoroughfare to I-65, wrote letters in support. And so we've built a relationship with uh, people in Washington, D.C., mm -hmm. and the grant writers and, and all, and had great success, and through the state also. Can't leave out West Main over yeah. here. We just got nearly $2 million to uh, get that redone from yeah. from 278 all the way down to Cherokee. So that's going to be huge. That's going to be a, a, a hot topic that we're going to be working on over the next four years. Yeah. Well, um, you know, it, it truly is needed. I mean, you can see in the background back here, that's 278, and we're right here where there's dividers. And we always see, you know, some sort of not necessarily an accident, but people going the wrong way, or I saw somebody that was on the other side of the divider just the other day going the wrong way. So, you know, it doesn't give you a chance to get back over that's, once you're over there. That's correct. And that, that can be really dangerous. It, it can be, and I, and I forget myself that they're there and I get a little frustrated. Yeah. I may be traveling east and want to turn left when you get a little bit further mm -hmm. out, and you can't. Yeah. So you got to go on down a little bit further, and uh, right now, the best solution to that problem is is to get 278 widened. Now, what would be the biggest uh, holdup about getting 278 widened? Is the is the bridge probably the the most expensive part of that? Yes, the bridge redoing the bridge there at St. Bernard would be the basic, biggest expense there. Yeah, because I mean I know the cost of building a bridge is incredibly expensive. Very uh, for what you get, you're not getting much. A lot, uh, a lot of steel and concrete. Yes, yes. It's the engineering. <clears throat> yes, it is. And so I mean I can see with that being like the biggest expense, and that's the, truly the biggest bottleneck of it all. Absolutely. Um, so, uh, I mean, what kind of time frame do you think uh, we could possibly see that being done in? Maybe in the next five years, six years? I, I would hope, I would hope easily within the next five to six years. You know, you got to find that that right grant that will give you the most bang for your buck. It's just like the one on one fifty seven. Mm -hmm. You know, there was lots of grants out there we could have got but they wasn't of that magnitude. Yeah. And we finally spotted that when we had some lobbyists in Washington, D.C. that was working for us, and they spotted this, and we applied, and boom, we got it. Yeah. And, and that's just something that uh, takes a great grant writer, like you say, oh. and, uh, and a lot of a lot of talking over the hedges to get it done. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, let's, uh, let's go to break real quick, Johnny, and great. we'll be right back after these messages, all right? Thanks. This episode has been brought to you by Night Night Attorneys of Law. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Don Talk. We're still here with Johnny Cook. This episode is brought to you by Night Night Attorneys of Law. And we're still talking uh, stuff with Johnny Cook. He's running tomorrow, right? Absolutely. The, the big vote's tomorrow. So don't forget, y'all. Tomorrow's the big vote. Um, Let's talk a little bit about Duck River and what's been going on there. That's been a huge project for the city, and it has really helped bring the city into um, a new era. Don, it has. You know, 
that project started some 20 something years ago or mm -hmm. longer and got the permit and then of course we had a lot of lawsuits from the people that uh, didn't want us to disturb the ground and didn't want to stop the flow of the water downstream and so there's there's a lot of laws and you know stuff written into the permit we got to release so much water and all mm -hmm. but the great thing about it is is we got it done we've got water for the next hundred years for the city of Coleman yeah. and for Coleman County and we've been pulling the water out and it's cheaper to process because the water right now the clarity of it is clearer than Katoma where we had wow, in the past been pulling water and so you know that equates into uh, lower water costs yeah also one of the great things we just did the past uh, couple of months was with the economic times and interest rates so low we refinanced the bond issue mm -hmm. on Duck River now we did not extend the terms it was a 30-year bond and we had been into it for 10 years, mm -hmm. and so we just renewed it for 20 years. But over those 20 years, we, we will realize a $20 million savings wow. by lower interest rate. Wow. So that, It doesn't seem like a lot, and you know, but when you start talking those kind of numbers, it's a, a lot of money. It's <laughs> a lot of money. That goes to the to bottom line of the cost of the water. Yeah. There again, Lower water rates. Fantastic. All right, and uh, you know, you were talking about the clarity and all. How's the fishing though? Oh, the fishing is <laughs> phenomenal. I hear people talking about catching four, five, six pound bass just like every other cast. I I've seen some pictures. And, uh, There's some big ones out there. I'll never forget the day that we opened it for fishing. Uh, good friend of mine, Ray Boothman, he went about 100 yards from the ramp in his boat. Mm -hmm. About the third cast, he landed like a three and a half, four pound bass. Yeah. And so it's, it's just phenomenal. I was out campaigning Saturday. A good friend of mine caught me on the street and he said, hey, I just got in from out at Duck River on the trails. I walked eight miles this morning. And so he said, it's just phenomenal out there. It sounds like. And you know, not only do they have the trails and the water there, uh, but it's just a beautiful place to go. It is very pretty. Uh, you know, it's, uh, um, it's, it's like a little jewel out there. They've done a wonderful job. Uh, and, you know, keeping it up and constructing it, it just, it's great. It is. And the city really needed it. I mean, I know there was a lot of talk about, well, you know, we have all this industry coming in to around Coleman and in Coleman, and, you know, what are we going to do about all this water usage? And y'all answered that question. That's correct, because that's the number one thing a lot of industries want to know is infrastructure. Mm -hmm. The big thing is water. They want to know they that you're going to be able to. Yes, they do. Yeah. Yes, so, well, uh, all right, and let's talk a little bit about paving. I know that's been a big issue with a lot of people lately. Uh, you know, some people are saying, well, it's, they're just now paving, it's an election year. Y'all been paving a long time. Y'all been paving a lot longer than now. We, we have been, you know, in since 2016, uh, I did a little research a week or two ago, and we had 97 roads paved since we started in 2016. Wow. So. In June of 2019, we were getting tired of being held captive by a paving contractor. Yeah. We bought a milling machine and a paving machine. And we sent our guys to the factory and had them trained how to use them. Yeah. So since we bought that stuff, 77 of those 97 roads have been paved. Wow. That's since June of 2019. Yeah. 
since the paving season started this year, I think it's somewhere between 79 and 80 roads have been paved. So that number's well over 100 since 2016. Wow. But this year alone, it's between 79 and 80 roads. And paving season ain't over yet. No, it's not. Yeah, we can go all the way up till December almost. It can, depending yeah. on the weather. One of the things that we're fixing to do, is we're going to scale back a little bit on paving mm -hmm. and start focusing our guys uh, on our drainage crew. Okay. Cleaning drainage yeah. and, and uh, storm water, making sure that that's flowing correctly. Yeah. And before we get into a rainy season. Yeah. That's because that I mean that impacts the roads themselves. That's so, what the, the water does, and and you know, so we've got and the more paving you do, yeah, the less absorption of the water into the ground. Oh, there you go. So so it's a win-win right there. Absolutely. Fantastic. All right, and one other quick question. Everybody wants to know, how come the, how come my neighbor's got his paved and I didn't get mine paved? Well, the big reason for that is we have our engineering department and our street department work together going around grading roads. Mm -hmm. And I know everybody wants a road paved, but they're grading them and we're trying to get to them in order. And you will be next sometime maybe not number one next but you're coming everybody's coming we've got a plan to get all these roads paved fantastic and it's been needed for quite a while too it really has absolutely well uh johnny tell us uh one thing uh that they can do for you coming up tomorrow well i just want everybody to know that tomorrow is august 25th city election for city council and the mayor and the school board but I want to ask you personally, I humbly ask you for your vote on August 25th for Coleman City Council Place 3. I would love to be able to serve you another four years. Well, great job, Johnny. We appreciate you coming on today. Remember, folks, again, that's tomorrow you vote, not next Tuesday, this Tuesday. Uh, check him out. He's on the ballot. Johnny Cook, thank you so much for coming in today. We appreciate it. Thank you, Don, thank for you. having me. This episode has been brought to you by Nine and Nine Attorneys of Law. Thanks for watching. Y'all stay safe out there. We'll see you next time.